podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fancy Football Scout as we help fancy Premier League managers prepare for the season and learn some top tips for success throughout their charge for glory, whether that be winning the work mini league or winning the entire thing. Uh, today, we are looking at price points. What are they? Uh, and why can they help achieve a strong finish in fancy Premier League? Um, before we uh, crack on with this, uh, just a reminder um, for those uh, uh, who are perhaps not already members of Fancy Football Scout, do have a look at our members area. Do have a look at the various subscription options going there. That is packed full of data um, and advice and tips uh, exclusive for members. And there's also lots of free for all uh, advice on the site as well. Uh, but yeah, if you really want to get cracking into those uh, those stats and those tables uh, and get the get that real edge yeah it's worth having a look at the membership options um so let's carry on um essentially price points are looking how best to spread your budget so you start off with 100 million in fancy premier league um it's so that you can get any player you want in quickly either in one move so you can just plug and play just swap a player for another or sometimes in two moves and that's especially useful when you have free two free transfers at a time so you can save a transfer and then use that um, you can also use it to spend on hits but the aim of this really is to get those hits to a minimum this really cut using price points really cuts down on hits it means you can focus any transfers you use on slotting in new players into your team when they have good fixtures or they're showing form and you can easily do that you don't have to take two or three hits to rearrange your team and things like that so that's that's the that's the 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 idea behind it really and um, i mean i use this ethos every season i can't do it for every price point no one can um, but you can you can you can do it for the ones that you think um, you are going to want players in. So if they say, for example, lots of eight million uh, priced midfielders, you really want that slot in your team because you perhaps may even want two if there's loads of them um, because you want to be able to get those players in quickly. It's no point having a midfield where it's really cheap. They're all like under five million and then you're putting all your budget in attack or you're putting in defense. You really want to spread that out so you can get any any player in. Um, and and it's also it's also worth noting that um, it's that getting those slots in your team, these price points in your team um, is based on specific values. But that changes every season. And so what we're going to do in this this video, we're going to look at the 20 uh, looking at the 23, 24 season. Um, but another thing I'll just point out with price points before we we, we, we look at um, the 23, 24 season in earnest is to. Um, it's a, it's a note that price points also encourage you to look at not just the players that you've got, but the players you might want to get in. And that also encourages you to do something that I always do at the beginning of every season. I I consider my decisions wrong until they're proved right. How do I run away from those decisions? So if I think a, partic a, a six million midfielder is the definite player, he's going to score loads. After three or four game weeks, it's evident he's not. Is there another player I can get in? Um, and 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 so it encourages you to be a bit more humble <laughs> about about FPL and a little less bullish about your opinions. And it, it it can sort of hamper your confidence a little bit, but it means that you can move on quickly. You can forget about that bad decision and that bad player, and then you can you can move on quickly. Um, so for me, that's helped me get eight top ten k finishes. That's where I'm coming at this video from over the years. So it's clearly sort of worth getting that sort of higher finish over a number of years um and it means that every season i tend one of the reasons i get those high ranks 
in those in those seasons because I really don't spend that many hits, maybe four or five in a season, and that's usually based around double game weeks. So you, that's that's the theory anyway. Um, so it doesn't always work out like that, and I haven't always finished it quite high. Um, but um, yeah, that is the theory. Um, so yeah, moving on. How do we start? So the first thing to do, as I said, each season is different. The price points will change each season. So some seasons have an abundance of high, highly priced strikers and some, they have hardly any, maybe maybe just one or two. Um, perhaps this season, 23-24, is a case in point for that. Um, sometimes there's lots of cheap strikers, um, sometimes barely a handful. Um, and a lot of those are based on changing... Uh, trends and strategies within football. A few years back, the emergence of the wing back. So suddenly, um, you you pretty much had wingers classified as defenders and priced accordingly um, in in the game. And 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 that was a, that was a bit of an innovation there, and it changed. Also, I mean, when I first started playing, very common for teams to have two strikers up front. Um, now hardly any it's usually one striker and a couple of wingers either side or a couple of attacking midfielders um supporting them or maybe sort of a number 10 so once again that changes the dynamics as well so each season is very different um so what we do is we'll have a look at some of those key price points that are likely to emerge or already emerged in pre-season in the 23-24 season and we'll do this by position in position um, but then I'm going to come up with a, um, a couple of teams at the end based on some of those price points. Um, so this season is actually quite tricky to have all the price points. That's something to note. You, it's very difficult to have all of them due to the pricing. So sacrifices will need to be made. So perhaps that very, very expensive uh, defender price point might have to be jettisoned. Same with a very, very expensive midfielder one, perhaps uh, that may have to be jettisoned or it may not. Um, so, um, you know, time will tell whether, whether each of those strategies is successful, but there we go. Um, so what we do is, um, let's start with, I think we'll start with midfielders because this is this particular season, as, as you'll see in a sec, there's an abundance of midfield choice around specific price points. So you almost want to have at least four, probably five, uh, midfielders this season, but that's why it's looking, um, in pre-season going into the season there but I mean, well, I'll just put them up here because you can just see the array of choice and they, and I'm going to have two slides here so this isn't all of them so first of all I mean I've just what I've done is everyone can do this you go on to the fancy Premier League page and there's two ways of doing this you can you can go on the transfers button and then it gives you a choice of players to choose and then you can use the various filters attackers forwards um and, and put a price maximum price in a minimum price in and you can search that way you can also go there's also a statistics um tab as well and it's really worth doing that as well and that's why i've used this one from and i just sorted by price so this is midfielders sorted by price um so as we can see here the way the price points have emerged for midfielders is you've got salah top of the tree 12.5 is it that is it. There's a clear two million. There's then a, then a two million pound gap to ten point five in De Bruyne, and he's it there. So price point wise, I don't like these price points because if you're wrong about Salah, yes, it is easy. You can get anyone else in, but it's not as if that that really expensive midfield slot is needed because you're relying on Salah 
banging all season long, or you've got to move some money out of that price point, move it down. So say say Salah doesn't do well, and then you get an eight million. So uh, then you've got four point five million left. So then you've got to put that somewhere else. So that sort of, sort of creates more decisions. You know, not a bad thing. You can get anyone else, but then you can't move back up to Salah as well. So in a way, if you get that twelve point five, you're sort of almost committed to that because. There's no one else, nowhere else to go for apart from to completely um, rearrange your your team structure. Yeah, so I don't kind of like that this season. But nevertheless, can Salah uh, perform week in week out this season? Well, he's done it before. Um, it's worth noting though, in the 23-24 season, uh, the African Cup of Nations is on, so he will be absent for some of the time then. So um, obviously, those weeks he won't be able to um, do well. Um, then you move down to De Bruyne. I mean, this is awkward as well. Ten point five. Either, either you have De Bruyne all the time, or once again, you move down. And you can't, finding two million to get up to Salah there, that's tricky. So there's a really annoying price point there. Then it starts to get good. And this is where, where I'm personally going to be focusing a lot of my budget this season, is, is if you look at the nine to eight million category, there's a lot of choice here. So you can only have five midfielders. And so say, say for example, say for example, you go for Salah, you've got four slots left. But you've got Rashford, great option, 9 million. Son, big price cut, could be a great option in an attacking Spurs side, 9 million. And then you've got these Arsenal mids and Manchester United as well. So you've got Odegaard, Saka uh, at 8.5 million. Martinelli at 8 million. Uh, You've got Jota at Liverpool at 8 million. Fernandes, 8.5 million, still on penalties, we think. Um, So you've got... You've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven players who are arguably you might want at some point. <laughs> and you've only got five slots there. So this is why you really want those five slots. So I'm sort of focusing on there. This is a good, this is a very, very good price point. Any of these, injury to Rashford, you can run away from that easily. Um, you can get any of these players in. Uh, injury to Odegaard. So you've got well, you can you can move to Fernandez, uh, Saka, uh, down to Martinelli, um, or, or find 0.5 million. Much easier to find 0.5 million than it is two million if you've got De Bruyne, Salah um, as, there as your choice, your price point. So that's what that's what this is indicating already. It's already indicating I want lots of midfielders, and I really like that price point there. Let's move down a little bit. Price points for the midfielders too. Well, this muddies the water even further. So I've already mentioned seven players within that that sort of price point, that nine to eight million price point I want. Only five slots and 6.5, lots of value in the 6.5. So this tells me I probably want at least one 6.5 million midfield slot. You've got Diaby, very exciting new player at Villa and Bomo on penalties in Tony's absence at Brentford. And then you've got all Brighton midfielders. You've got Gross, who's not on penalties. We think Pedro's on penalties. Uh, but nevertheless, it always involved um, in goals. Um, you've got March and Matoma on the wings there. Good options. Um, and then you've got you've got some other ones. You've got Eze at Crystal Palace, for example. Mudrick at Chelsea. Um, you've got uh, Barnes. Harvey Barnes scoring well in pre-season for Newcastle. Uh, Almiron, we know he has got pedigree of scoring for, New, um, for, for Newcastle as well. You've got the likes of Bernardo as well. Um, it could be a cheaper way into the Man City defence. And you've got Mudrick at Chelsea. So you've already got an array of players there. So already I want 
probably one or two of these. I'm just getting only five midfield slots. So I'm probably going to want to have at least a 6.5 midfield slot. So you can see the way the pricing has gone. The price points have emerged already in midfield. Lots and lots of choice in the eight to nine million. You want that price point. 6.5 midfielders, you're going to want that price point as well. Um, so that just goes to show what we're looking at there. And that's, you know, uh, but when we when we um, look at some of the teams I've come up with, I've got a couple of teams. I have got a Salah team and I've got a Salah list team as well. So if you do want to go for that 12.5 price point, be aware the only way really literally is down because he's the most expensive. So you're going to be looking at sort of investing that money elsewhere and rearranging a little bit. Um, let's move on to defenders. Similar um, ethos going on here uh, with the price points in the, the certain ones I, I really want. And and there's also, like Salah, a bit of an outlier here, a really expensive one. The only way is down. Alexander Arnold, uh, 8 million. And that's it. And then there was a massive drop. Next next most expensive is you've got his Liverpool teammate, Robertson. You've got Trippier and you've got Van Dijk at 6 million. But Trippier and Robertson are the next down. This 1.5 difference. So there's a bit of a gap there. So if you're going to go for Alexander-Arnold, you need to be prepared to either want to keep him all the time, which is perfectly reasonable, um, or you might be, you'll be looking to use some of his money elsewhere and moving down. So you have to have an idea about that, that price point and think, is it essentially sort of having money in the bank there and, and, and where am I going to put that to? And will that re mean rearranging my team a little bit? Um, but nevertheless, if you get Alexander Arnold, you can get any other um, defender. And uh, boy, is there a lot of choice in the 5.5 and 5 million. So once again, I've got two slides here for the for the defenders, like I did with the midfielders, because there's so much choice. So, so much choice. Um, so looking at, um, uh, so 6 million. So you've got Van Dijk and Cancelo. See, I'm not, Cancelo out of favour at Man City, probably going to go. Uh, Van Dijk, centre-back. Um, probably not as exciting as, as Robertson Alexander Arnold, um, but so I'm not so keen on that price point. So I, I am I'm I'm sort of a little bit interested in that eight to six million price point. Trippier is a player I might want to get as well. So I, I've I've got to sort of think about that price point. I've got to think how can I get to that price point when Newcastle's fixtures improve, perhaps. Um, so, but at the moment. There's such a choice at 5.5 and 5. These are the 5.5s. You've got White. You've got uh, 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 Arsenal. You've got Chilwell and James at Chelsea. You've got Diaz and Stones at City. And you've got Shaw at Manchester United. All of those players are good. Um, all of those players can return. All of them have assist potential, clean sheet potential, and they play for top, top sides. So already I want a lot of, I want the opportunity to get to them. So I either want to get 5.5, price point uh, at least two but I would definitely want one 5.5 price price point but maybe a five million because then there's only 0.5 up to one of these lads so let's have a look at this list here and this is this is so long I had to split it into two and and I can barely I can scarcely believe my eyes the array of five million uh, price defenders in the game um, so you got. I'm gonna. I'll list them all out for the benefits of those listening to the podcast. And this is a long list: Gabriel, Saliba, Sinchenko, Timber from Arsenal alone. And then you have got Moreno at Villa. You have got Ben Mee at Brentford. Dunk, Estupinan at Brighton. These are all five million. 
Cucurella, Silva, uh, De Sassi, uh, 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 all defenders there at Chelsea. Then you've got Canate, you've got Matip at Liverpool, 5 million, Akanji, Ake, Laporte, Walker, all 5 million, all play for Man City, the champions, the treb- treble winning uh uh, side of last year. You've got Dallow, Martinez, Varane, all at Manchester United. You've got Shah, uh, Newcastle defender. And you've got the Tottenham um, wing-backs uh, or full-backs, whichever, however they play this season, Poro and Perisic. Um, so much choice there. So it pays to... you. If you stack your defence just with 4 million and 4.5 million defenders, you can get to one or two of these because 0.5 you might find somewhere else but can you get up to a trippier 6.5 can you get to some of those other 5.5 million those Chilwell and James uh, Luke Shaw that I mentioned and so you've got to be aware of those price points this season so it's already emerging defence as well 5 5.5 5 that's a good price point you want a lot of that <laughs> um, and then we'll just move on to goalkeepers let's not forget them um, so once again, I've got I've got a split into two really. It's two groupings really. You've got the top top goalkeepers for top teams. Um, so you've got the likes of Allison at Liverpool, Edison at City, uh, Pope at Newcastle. Arguably, perhaps should not be five point five, but there we go. Um, Ramsdale five million, uh, Martinez at Villa, Ramsdale Arsenal, uh, Raya who could be soon out of, of Arsenal five million, but did really well at Brentford last season. Uh, Kepper at Chelsea. They've just signed. Um, Robert Sanchez, so it's unclear who's going to play there. But Anana at Manchester United, five million looks good value. Tottenham, obviously, FPL have been unsure. And by the time you watch this video, you might, might be mid season. We'll know who the Spurs goalie is. But Larice Vicario there, five million. And Jose Sart Wolves, who's five million. A, a bit like Pope, inexplicably, been a bit, a bit overpriced there. And meanwhile, at the 4.5 category, you've got a, a lot of choice. You've got Sanchez. Formerly, it says on Brighton here, but he's actually now at Chelsea. You've got Fleckham uh, at Brentford. Um, you've got Jason Steele at Brighton. Verbruggen is his backup, um, we think, in the league. Uh, but then you've got uh, Johnston at Crystal Palace. You've got Pickford at Everton. Then we're nailed on Leno at Fulham. Um, uh, you know, possibly Henderson will go to Nottingham Forest, but they think they're, by the time uh, I'm recording this, uh, they were they were they were after the uh, Arsenal number two Matt Turner the uh, U.S. international U.S.A. international. Um, but what you can see from here is already emerging that if you if you wanted to just go for four point five and a four million non-playing goalkeeper, um, then it's easily done because there's a lot of choices. So Johnston, you could say say you pick uh, Johnston, doesn't work out. You can move on to Pickford, no problem, easy. You can move on to Leno, you can move on to Flecken. Uh, Neto at Bournemouth even actually Bournemouth defence may not have been good last season but Neto was very good um, but or you can start um, Anana say it doesn't work out with Anana you can move down to these 4.5 players and say you desperately want for some reason Edison or Allison. a lot of people do go for Edison they're all tempted at some point another 0.5 easily done so you can see there is choices so you can go with a 4.5 and a, and a four million goalkeeper. So those price points are totally valid this year. There's lots and lots of choice um, there. So um, as you can see, the pattern is emerging this season. This is different each season. I I remember seasons where, when I mean, we only had one slide for strikers when there was a lot of choice. And there could be this season, um, uh, Jao Pedro at, uh, at Brighton at 5.5. That's a tricky price point. There's not much, not much more you can do with that. But you can go to perhaps some of the strikers with 
promoted teams, which could be good in double game weeks. So once again, that could be quite handy. Um, but let's have a look at um, some teams. Okay, so um, so I've done a Salah one. Okay, so with this with this Salah team here, so I've got this is nothing in the bank. I've I've made it so there's nothing in the bank, uh, and and it has required um, some sacrifices. So we spoke about those um, eight million forwards. Okay, so just go. I'll just go back to the forwards list again. So you've got Haaland and Kane, and then you've got these 8 million forwards here. You've got Jesus injured, but you've got Watkins, Tony, Wilson, and then you've got Nakunku at 7.5. You've got options like Darwin and Gakpo, Isak uh, as well uh, at Newcastle. So you've got a lot of options there. You've got this, you've got a lot of choice here, but go back to the team. The Salah team means that you probably can't get there and have um, a strong array of price points elsewhere. Um, so uh, that's where Pedro comes in and you're going to sort of bet on him. It's difficult to run away from him. So it's not an ideal price point. Um, I must say, just at, as, as, we, as we're recording here, Pedro is actually in my team and Salah isn't in my team. And I'll reveal uh, more of that on the goals imminent video I do with Tom each week but I'll be um but the reason I've uh, but I've also got three million in the bank I'm not sure what to do with so um the reason I'm allowing myself to go for Pedro for a price point I don't particularly want is because actually his price point is around eight million in my in my books because I'm keeping that money in the bank if I have to use that money I want to use it on either getting another eight another striker in an eight eight million one or upgrading Pedro because I just don't like his price point, but I do like the player. So there we go. Um, so um, that, that that's another way of addressing price points is don't see the price point entirely as the player. You leave some in the bank and then you can make that price point. So, OK, so um, for the benefit of those listening on the podcast, I've got Anana in goal uh, and his backup at Areola at West Ham. Um, now I've got Gabriel, uh, Estupinan and Chilwell. That's that 5 million and that 5.5 million price point covered. I've got Pinnock at 4.5. There is a lot of a choice of defenders at 4.5. I don't know which one yet, but, you know, it's good to have that price point there. And there are choice of 4 million. Uh, they've got Bayer uh, um, at, uh, at uh, Burnley. And so Bayer is my fifth um, defender there. But you've also got Trusty, who is now at Sheffield United, uh, was at Arsenal, American international, USA international. So he could be an option, a bulldog at Sheffield United. And there's Luton defenders as well, like Bell. Um, so there are options there. So I, I quite like the four million um, defence strategy. But I would only have one of them because I'm obviously that's the price you're unsure of it. So basically, I've gone for five million in goal with a four million backup and then two five millions um, in defence, a five point five million because I said I like that price point. 4.5 4.5 and then a four million defence. So moving into midfield. So we're already it's looking like a three back line. And I've got five in midfield and I've gone for Saka, Matoma, Martinelli, Salah and Madison. Um, so once again, this isn't my team, my actual team. I'm just doing this to illustrate. Um, and I, I actually quite like this team. Um, so it's got Salah in. So we've got that price point covered, but there's no other there's no alternative for that price point. The only way is to is to make make it into another price point. And one of those. Uh, like Fernandes is ready and waiting at, at, uh, at Manchester United. Martinelli, 8 million. Great, great price. This 8 to 9 million. There's a lot of them. So 
with this team here, I've got at least a couple here. So I've got Saka and Martinelli, uh, eight million uh, and eight point five million respectively for Saka, and then Matoma six point five. I mentioned those six point five midfielders. Definitely want one of them. So that could be Mbomo, um, could be Eze, uh, Matoma. Take your pick. Um, you know, there's a I can run away from all of those players really easily. And then there's a seven point five Madison, which is the sort of Spurs Chelsea level of uh, midfield that's how they've been priced um and i think foden as well 7.5 once again i can run away from all of these choices there and then up front i've got pedro i've got harland uh, and bama um who's like a non-playing striker at west ham um so the 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 sacrifice here is that eight million striker spot Uh, with pedro i've got nothing in the bank and that's it. So I can't really run away from Pedro. If I do, it's to probably a Luton striker or Crystal Palace striker. And, and and to be honest, a little bit of sick came up when I when I mentioned those choices. Um, so um, you can't really move on that much. So it's not ideal. It's not ideal to have that. And then you've got Haaland there, 40 million. Um, so um, you, you would imagine you've got him for the rest of the season. Um, but for some reason, you know, he might get injured for long term. So you want to move him on. You can move him on anywhere. Um, so Harry Kane at 12.5, if he is still there, is a good a good option. But you can see already it's quite tricky to get. <laughs> Sacrifices have been made with this one. Um, and I don't know if having Salah at that 12.5 is worth it for the other sacrifices that have to be made um and mainly mainly in attack but there's not you know it's defense is fine i think um so i i, I like the defense and I, like, I mean obviously the midfield is great um it, but it, it's, it's relying very much on pedro um so yeah i like this this is a good a good salad team so here's another team this is no salah but with alexander arnold so it's it's saying okay right you got that price point of eight million in defense you you once again that's it. He's an outlier. He's on his own there. The only way is down. So you've got that, but you're missing out on Salah. And to be honest, I like this team as well. It also relies on Pedro. <laughs> so once again, um, but it's also got Watkins in. So it's got that 8 million. So this is more of a 3-4-3. Three, three. So instead of Salah, um, you've gone down to 4.5 for um, whoever that could be. Could be anyone. <laughs> so I've just I've just picked a Crystal Palace def- uh, midfielder for this one. Um, so I'll go through this team and explain this. So it's it's essentially a three four three. Um, and this is the sort of team where you can get really good price points, um, except and the sacrifice is no Salah. So you you're missing out on that that price point. So you've got uh, Johnston in goal at Crystal Palace four point five. Good good choice. Ariola at West Ham, but uh, Matt Turner. Uh, could be getting some minutes if he goes from Arsenal to Nottingham Forest, which he may well have done by the time this video comes out. Um, I've got Gabriel uh, Chilwell in that 5 million, 5.5 million. And then completing my backline, I've got Pinnock uh, at 4.5. So once again, that 4.5 defender slot. Alexander-Arnold at 8 million. Um, so I've got that mega defensive uh, value premium slot there and Bayer uh, 4 million so it could be any of those 4 million uh, defenders I mentioned earlier and then across the midfield so no Salah but it's able to get Fernandes 
and Rashford and Saka. So I've got three in that 8.5, 9 million slot can be moved down to the 8 million. There's options there. Or the 7.5 million, the sort of Madison's, Richarlison's, uh, Chelsea midfielder sort of level. So it's a really good, strong price point there. Matoma's there, 6.5. Once again, could be Mbomo, could be could be Eze. Um, but, you know, there's choice there. Uh, and then a cheap 4.5 uh, million uh, midfielder. And then up front, I've got Haaland. Watkins and Pedro 343. Three. Um, so um, plus sides for this. I mean, the spread of points is great um, for a, a player like me that's been playing a long time with 343. Three, I actually quite like this. Um, I think you've, you've got a lot of choice here. You've got a tight, a tiny bench if you if you if you you think your four million defender is going to play, uh, and your four point five million defender, and indeed your, your four point five million midfielder might get your point or two. Um, so you've got you've got some you know sprinkling of points on the bench to come come in if if you're wrong about any of these. You can pretty much hop onto anyone except for Salah. Um, so Salah is the problem here. Um, so you you're setting yourself up to say no, I don't want Salah. Um, but no, I like this. Um, and I think a, a, a lot of people are going for this sort of, um, sorry, this sort of template, but with, but in a three, five, two. So in a weird way, they're sort of going for this, but with a three, five, two. So instead of Pedro, they've got a 4.5 striker. So they're going for three, five, two, like I said before with the Salah, um, uh, uh, team but with this one as well there's a, a bigger spread as well and it's more it just feels more comfortable being resigned to not having Salah um, but it's Harry Kane I'm probably more worried about as I was last season so I did I did get him in for long long time last season because he's just scored four goals in um, pre-season in a pre-season match j- just before um, I'm recording this so that is that is um, a worry um, so I look at that and I think the, the big problems with this team is you can't get Salah and you can't get Kane. But other than that, I do like this a lot. You can pretty much hit every other price point. The downside with the Salah team, which I'm putting back on the screen, is you, it's difficult to get Alexander-Arnold and it's difficult to get Kane in. And what I haven't done is a Kane, because you could you could do this with price points all day. I mean, this could be an eight-hour video. <laughs> um, you can... You, you know you feel free to do this at home you can you can look at your team as your as your as you're planning for your game week one and try try a team that has Haaland and Kane and has a mid and as a defense and a midfield that doesn't make you feel ill <laughs> um, and see how many compromises you have to make if any and so this sort of team here I've got here. So, so Salah is 12.5 and Pedro is 5.5. So in order for that to work, perhaps, maybe you would have Kane instead of Pedro. And then you've got to find a 5.5 midfielder. And as I was going through the list, um, there, there isn't a lot. And they, they're going to emerge, definitely going to emerge. But at the moment, as it's standing, you're probably going to want so many of these other midfielders that you're probably not going to want to do that. So that's another 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 sacrifice there. And of course, you've got you've got a 5.5 million midfielder and a 4.5 attacker. So these are both awful, two awful price points um, in in the team. Um, at least with this one, the, the awful 5.5 forward price point. Um, at least there is someone respectable there with Pedro, and at least you can go to other places. And you might you might get some points from from some of the promoted team strikers who are around that sort of price as well. 
Um, so, um, I mean, I've waffled on long enough. I mean, I hope, I hope looking at this and looking at some of the teams we put up and some of those price points, you understand sort of price points a, a, a bit more and hope help your understanding of, um, you know, how to construct a side because it's really important to do that. Um, but be prepared to be wrong. Um, be prepared to be wrong, not just about players, but be wrong about the price points. Now, I've sat here saying the 6.5 million midfield price point is great. They could all be rubbish this season. And we've done that before. I think it was two or three seasons ago. There was an abundance of 7 million midfielders. The FPL had priced up um, a whole bunch of players, like almost all Chelsea midfielders. This is when Chelsea were very good and, 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 and so on. And there was And so a lot of teams had maybe three seven million midfielders in and, and none of them really performed that well early on and so you had to sort of restructure a little bit the money has been spread out too much and there was a bit of a scramble to get other other tunes and it led to hits and it led to wild carding um and so i could be wrong here i mean i i'm going oh 6.5 million midfielders oh 8.5 million midfielders they could all they could all be both i I feel on safer ground with the 8.5 millions. I'd be surprised if Saka, Fernandes, uh, etc. don't don't do well, especially because they're on penalties for top sides. Um, but nevertheless, it does show you that you might be wrong. So be prepared to be wrong. Be prepared to uh, find out what those price points are as they emerge as well. And also prices change. Um, you know, by 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 December, if you if you can hop on and off form players probably the money's going to follow and your, your team budget's going to be quite good which you might need this 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 year this season uh, as opposed to last season um anyway um thanks so much for listening to me um as i said do have a look at the fantasy football scout members area there's a lot more on the stats about these players and about the teams and about the fixtures the season ticker is really uh, crucial there so do have a look at that um do do press that like button if you like this video and do subscribe to all our videos uh, so you can keep up to date with them and do, uh, also with your podcast as well do you review for us um uh, always always handy um thanks a lot for your time take care see you soon